You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Hey, friends. Thank you for joining me. As always, this episode of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast is going to be a little different. It's going to be my very first solo show, and I'm going to be making a big announcement and also sharing some information about the show and about me that many of you have been asking about. And as I mentioned, it is my very first solo show, so I'm a little bit nervous. We'll see how it goes. If you enjoy the show and want to hear what we call classic episodes, aka every episode we've done until now, we have a library of more than 100 for you guys. So I encourage you to check them out. If you don't want to listen to this solo episode, no big deal. Like I said, more than 100 episodes. On this episode, there is not going to be a guest. There's not going to be a money story or any of the elements of a typical show. It's just going to be me talking to you guys directly. So if you want one of the classic shows, if you're interested in, for example, a specific topic, you can DM me on all the socials on Instagram at BobbyRebel1, Twitter at BobbyRebel, and so on. And you know what? I'm happy to recommend, for example, which episodes would be best if you're looking for career tips or if you're starting a business. We've done a lot of shows with startups. If you want advice on paying off student debt, credit card debt, and so on, We've covered that too. So be in touch with me directly and I will let you know which episodes are the best for the topics that you are most interested in. Like I said, we have done more than 100 episodes and I wanted to do this show as show 101, but for various reasons, which we will cover later on in this show, it hasn't happened until now, but I'm excited we're doing it now. Okay, this episode. I realized that in over 100 episodes, I haven't really shared that much about me or the show or how it all came about. And I also have had some ideas that have been percolating for a while. And now at this time, I'm finally ready to share them with you and actually execute some of these new ideas that I'm really excited about. And I think that you are going to love. Also, I get a lot of questions about Financial Grown Up, about the podcast, also, some still about my book, which is now out in paperback, just so you know, it's a little more accessible, although there's always discounts at Amazon and bookstores and all that good stuff. But there are three questions that I actually get asked the most over and over again. So I decided that I'm going to tackle those three right now. But as you will hear, we're going to be able to do more questions going forward. So first, I want to start with the new thing that we are going to be doing here at the Financial Grown-Up Podcast. And that is that there are going to be bonus episodes. So the format of these are going to vary. But if you love the classic episodes, the ones we've done every episode until now, they are not going away. The bonus episodes are going to be dropping on the weekends. And they're often going to be listener Q&A. And also, we're going to share your comments. So you can comment to me directly through the DMs. You could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcast. And we're going to be sharing some of those. You can write into me in whatever way works for you. So of course, the DMs on social are great. And that seems to be a favorite, especially Instagram. But you can also write to me directly. And the email to email us with Q&A or just comments is hello at financialgrownup.com. 
That's hello at financialgrownup.com. And I will also put all of that into the show notes. But truthfully, the DMs on social seem to work well. We just ran a contest to give away signed books from guests, including Rachel Cruz. And people did really well DMing us in the social channels. So that seems to be what works. But email hello at financialgrownup.com. All right. I am also going to be experimenting a bit with having my money expert friends guest co-host those shows, the listener Q&A shows. So look for some fun names coming up. And then of course, if you have a favorite guest that you would love to hear more from, or you want their advice on, or you want them to answer a certain question, I will try to get them. So just let me know that in all the channels that I just spoke about as well. And we'll do our best to make that happen. I also want to help you guys understand that when big changes happen, that could affect your money. I'm talking about macro changes. So for example, when we had this big tax overhaul and there's some other changes percolating in the government, or if there's a new study out that I think is really interesting and can help everybody in their own personal finance decisions, I would love to do episodes about that. So I may have some episodes where I discuss big changes or just new information that's coming out and maybe bring on a guest expert to join me and give some perspective and really help you guys sort out what actually matters to you that you need to know about. Because sometimes they pass these laws and they aren't really going to affect you, but sometimes they are things that you do need to know about. And we can do that in these bonus episodes. Now, here's the only catch. To make that happen, we are going to do two classic episodes a week starting next week. So the new classic episodes are going to be dropping on Mondays and Thursdays. So that will be the format that you're used to where we have the high achieving guest, they share a money story, a takeaway for everybody, an everyday money tip, and then I come on with my perspective. I have an incredible guest lineup this fall. I can't dish on all their names, but on Monday, you are going to be hearing from another member of the Shark Tank cast. So you already heard from Kevin O'Leary. There's going to be another one on Monday. And she, there's a hint, has a great story that she hasn't shared before. All right. Now let's get to the three common questions that I get about the show. And again, if one of these is not your question, write to me through any of the channels, DM on the socials, hello at Financial Grown Up. And we can use that in a future episode of Financial Grown Up, these bonus episodes that are going to be dropping on the weekends. Question number one, how do you come up with the guests? How do you choose the guests? How do you get them? I love this question because it goes to something that I have a really fancy term for, and that is guest curation. And that is basically that I'm very selective about the guests in that I want them all to be high achievers. It's a really guest-driven show. And That is in large part because of my background as a journalist. So this is a journalism show. It's not about me. It's about the guests and what they bring to all of us in terms of their experiences in life and their expertise. So the common denominator among the guests, as I mentioned, is that they are high achievers. But within that, my goal is that the guests be as diverse as possible in every way. So we have diversity in the ways that people usually think about it. Gender race, people with physical or psychological challenges, sexual orientation, so on. But I am also trying to have a diversity of professions. So while we do have celebrities and TV stars like Kevin O'Leary and Ryan Serhant, I also have artists like Kristen Simmons and CEOs like those of Brandless, Cabbage, and The Muse. I also love interviewing authors like Randy Zuckerberg, Refinery29's Lindsay Stanberry, 
and Bring Your Human to Works, Erica Keswin. And of course, my money expert and journalist friends are great. So we had Jean Chatsky, David Bach, Rebecca Jarvis from ABC was amazing, and Ron Libra of the New York Times. Also, all great guests, all great episodes. Go check them out in that library that we've been talking about. And of course, I love introducing everyone to some of my favorite other podcast hosts, and I've had a lot of them as guests, including So Money's Farnoosh Tarabi, Stacking Benjamins, Joe Saul Sihai, Journey to Launches, Jamila Souffrant, Marriage, Kids, and Money's Andy Hill, and Popcorn Finances, Chris Browning, who, by the way, full disclosure, I was very excited, and I talked about on a number of shows that Financial Grown Up was a finalist, one of only five finalists for the Plutus Award for Best New Personal Finance Podcast. And it truly is an honor to be nominated. There are so many new podcasts, so it's a big deal. And I do want to congratulate Chris from Popcorn Finance because he was the winner. So huge congratulations to him. And we'll see what happens next year when we're with the big kids in the general pool of best podcasts. Hopefully, everyone on the list that I just mentioned will be nominated because they're all incredible podcasts. Let's go on to question number two. Who makes the promo videos? If you follow me on social media, you will see that we make a new promotional video for every single episode. They're about 15 seconds to 25 seconds. There's no rhyme or reason to how long they are. I actually try to make them 15 seconds because then they can run easily on Instagram stories. And I just gave away, I guess, by saying I try to make them, that I make the videos. And I love it that there are a lot of you out there that think I have this huge graphics department. I wish. The truth is that I make them. And actually, maybe I don't wish I had a graphics department because I love making them. And to explain why I have that skill set, I'm going to share, this is where we get a little bit behind the scenes. I'm going to share some of the things that you may not know about me and frankly, about the whole media business because people don't always like to talk about what it's really like to work in fields that seem really glamorous. So I worked for years as a full-time, what I would call corporate journalist. Places like CNBC, where I got my start, CNN, and then Reuters, where I was a TV anchor. Some people think this is very glamorous. And the truth is I did get my hair and makeup done every day. That's great. But actually, to be real, these jobs are incredibly stressful and demanding and exhausting. And a lot of that stress, especially in the final years, came from the fact that the media business is having a lot of consolidation. And if you want to stay employed, you have to learn to do everything. So I had to learn to edit. I did not have a choice. I also had to learn how to do just about every job in the newsroom. And so if you are a regular listener to the podcast, you know that I talk a lot about the importance of building different skills. So this comes from experience because in order for me to stay employed, I always had to keep learning. And so now it's a good thing because I can do a video in not that long a period of time. They take me an hour or so and effectively for free because I have those skills. And I also, I really enjoy it. I don't know if I will ever outsource something like that because I have a lot of fun with them. And if you enjoy them, let me know. Let me know, especially if there's a particular style or anything that you like, because I always love hearing from you. Question number three, how are you getting three shows out a week? Three shows. Here's where we're going to get really honest. In my last corporate job, I had gone from an expectation where we would do 
two to three stories a week, and I had a producer and an editor and various other support systems. By the time I was leaving, I was doing two to three a day and generally without much support. And the expectation was that that number would go up and it really hurt the quality. So when I started this podcast, three a week, 15 minutes, did not sound like that much. But the truth is, it is a lot because I am booking very high profile guests. I am doing a lot of the work myself. We'll talk about the help I have in a minute, but it is a lot and it's been really hard and it's been taking a toll on me and my family. And that is part of why we're going to be going down to those two classic shows a week because a lot goes into them. They are what we call highly produced, meaning I don't just talk off the cuff. They are planned. So booking the guests alone, like I said, is a big deal. We're very picky. I turn a lot of people down. 90% of the guests I am reaching out to, probably about 10% are people that have been what we say pitched to me or directly approached me about being on. So I'm really spending a lot of time on guest outreach. We also do, once it gets this booked, we do a written pre-interview. And then I talk to the guests before we start recording sometimes as long as half an hour. And then during the interview, even if we've planned to talk about something, maybe about a third of the time, something else comes up that was unexpected. And so we end up pivoting in the middle of the episode, and then that results in a lot of editing and kind of reconfiguring the show afterwards, which is very time-consuming, both for myself and for my team. So then after the interview, we go through at least one round of editing down, but often more than that because we're trying to keep the episodes to around 15 minutes. So I often get notes a few days before the show's going to air that we're at 18 minutes. What do I want to do? And the answer is pretty much always, we're going to cut it down. And sometimes it's a word at a time. Then we do custom images for each episode And we do them in different sizes for all of the social channels. And this is in large part because I have a pet peeve of images getting cut off in certain social media channels because the dimensions aren't right. So you really have to do them in different sizes. And then, of course, I make the videos. And by the way, the videos are mainly on one program, but I actually integrate different elements from three other programs. So four different programs are used to make the videos. So I have a great editor, Steve Stewart, who is the guy in the industry and I'm very lucky to work with. He tolerates all of this and puts it all together and is the checks and balances of the show. I also recently brought in a part-time assistant, Anne, who's doing great, but it's a lot. And the truth is, in addition to wanting to do the bonus shows, I have other projects I would like to work on for Financial Grown-Up including building a YouTube channel and a Pinterest channel. And most of all, I actually want to do less. I have a family that I love, and I want to not only spend more time with them, but also be more present when I am with them. Kids can tell when a parent isn't focused on them, and that has been happening a bit too much. I also want to create more time to spend with friends and just more downtime in general. So 
I hope you are all as excited about these changes as I am. Send me your questions and comments for our first listener Q&A, including maybe who you want to see as guest co-hosts going forward. The DMs on the social channels are great. They work really well on Instagram at BobbyRebel1, on Twitter at BobbyRebel, and of course, emails. You now know the email, hello at financialgrownup.com. And please support the show. Leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen in, and tell friends. It makes a difference. And thank you for your support and all the kind words that you do send me in the DMs. I read them all. I love them all. Together and with each episode, I hope we can all get one step closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.